you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know. Welcome about to the Best the Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry, and on this episode, we will talk about the Monday show with Mindy Cohn and the Thursday show, Jenna's Journal, Allison's Heroin Medical Test, and an advice. Oh my god, and an advice update. <laughs> But first, I'd like to introduce fellow best friends and co-hosts for tonight, T.S. Welcome back, T.S. Hey, how's it going? Great. So glad you're here. And Rafael Castaneda. Welcome. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I don't even know how to transition right now. So let's just talk about the Monday episode with Mindy Cohn. I was so excited for Allison that she had her... I don't know. Is she her biggest idol from Facts of Life? I'm pretty sure she is. I, she's the only... Well, I, she's the one who gets mentioned most often, I think. That's very true. So, I mean... She, so, Allison is the biggest fan of Facts of Life. I It was a huge part of my growing up, but I could not tell you one episode. It was just one of my favorite shows as a kid, but it didn't... I, I never became a fanatic <laughs> like Allison did, but she started off the interview sounding very... She sounded a little bit nervous to start... But obviously you're going to be, but she held it together. I think she was pretty, pretty professional. I think she actually came off really well, like usual. The only thing was a few times when she did like stumble or something, she would mention it and that made it seem like she was more flustered. But I think that's, that was just like a normal flub. I think so too. She just seems so... There was just a hint of giddiness, you know, that, but she did keep her composure. I think having your idol sitting in front of you, like I started thinking about if she was in my house, (laughs) if Allison was in my house and I was interviewing her, how I would feel, it would be surreal. And I would just, I don't even know, but she's used to having people in her house, but so that might be part of it, but still just having somebody I don't know. I, I don't even know how she managed to do it, but I'm would be happy to hear who's going to be the next one. Oh, uh, I hope. Yeah, I hope she gets more people. I hope she has Pam Adlon back. She mentioned. Uh, well, well, yeah, she's already had her on the podcast. I hope she comes back. But I am, like Daniel mentioned on the, the Thursday show, I think two weeks ago or so, that it is different when someone famous from your childhood meeting those people as opposed to famous people from. Uh, projects that you watch or listen to or whatever when you're an adult. So I can imagine, I think Allison actually said, you know, inside, you know, nine-year-old Allison was freaking out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I loved Mindy. She was such a great guest. I started thinking how fun she, she would be as a Thursday replacement for someone that was missing for, you know, one week or something. And that would be an interesting dynamic to kind of witness, I think. I don't know. I... I'm going to be in the minority here, but <laughs> I think that's Uh-oh. just because in life I'm very unhappy right now. <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> I was just like, I'm not a fan of her vibe. She's too happy for me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I need some sad people on here, but it was great. Um, I've seen about eight minutes of one episode of fact, facts, I was going to say fact of life, facts of life. <laughs> Um, when I moved to this apartment, I finally had a cable again for the first time in like two and a half years. And I was just like, for a week, I just like watched random channels and on one of them, facts of life was on. And I was like, holy shit, I've never even seen the show on any channel. So I'm going to watch it. It was a show that I could see myself watching, but 
I don't know what channel it's on. So, and I don't, I barely turn my TV on now. So, I'm not going to get into it, I don't think. Yeah, I have no memory of any episode of Facts of Life. I might have seen it at some point, but it would have been like when I was a kid and I just don't remember it all. Yeah, I definitely, it definitely was part of my growing up and the forming of me as a, as a person, but only because it was, you know, one of my parents for a little while, as were a lot of other shows. But um, I think, Rafi, that you probably will be in the minority or maybe people that just don't want to speak up <laughs> because they don't want to say anything bad about Mindy. But um, I just think that she was, I don't know, I, I guess I really liked listening. I didn't know what to expect from her, you know, and Allison got a side of her that she always, like she always does when she interviews, where you get to really know someone. And I think anybody that is a part of Mindy's friends, it just sounds like a really fun, supportive group to be a part of. But it sounded like, I mean, she even got to partly, partly towards like the dark side where she's attracts those, you know, darker people, the narcissists and, and those kinds of people. So I feel like I really related to her where I, and maybe you hate me, Rafi, but I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, but being... We discussed that when he walked away. <laughs> I knew it. Um, but I try and be positive, and it, and it backfires on me a lot of times. But um, Mindy says she's terminally, terminally opti- optimistic, which that is something that I feel like I relate to also. It's just I always feel like I, ex- I don't expect the best from people, but I always expect that people are going to be, you know, nice, like I'm nice and then it doesn't get returned. And then I'm kind of shocked, but I never learn from it. And I just keep on repeating that. But, but then I meet a lot of nice people too. So, and she also said she puts the vibe out that she is an outgoing friendly person, which really on the inside, she's a loner and, and she's shy but she puts a different face out there, which is something that I totally do. Also, a lot of times I just want to be a hermit and not be social. And I'm not really one for being outgoing, but I, sometimes I put that face on just to, I don't know. I don't know why that is just to be, I don't, I probably cause I would die. I would be just in my room by myself eating takeout with like Netflix for the rest of my life. If I didn't actually like talk to people. Uh, yeah, there's some good stuff on Netflix. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to poo poo that, but yeah, I, hmm, I, <laughs> I cannot relate to being friendly that way. Uh, but I, yeah, it's, it's a good thing in general. I think different people, I don't know. Different people are different that way, but I, it's, it's, it's better to be that way than the opposite, I guess, which is what you're saying. Yeah. I just need to clarify. <laughs> I might edit that out where I said no. that I'm not a fan. It's just I've been having a rough week at work Aww. and whatnot. And waking up at 3 in the morning every day tired and I'm listening to this episode and I'm like, she's too happy for my liking. Like, she she was great on the show. She dropped a lot of gems, a lot of wisdom, and yes. I wrote it down. And also... The, sh- the whole episode was great. The interview was great. Mindy's great. I was just not happy <laughs> that day. <laughs> and uh, that's why I said I'm in the minority. She, it was actually a really good show. And I'm not just backpedaling. No, I know, I know what you mean. And, and it's good that you clarified because, you know, people will wonder what's wrong. But we still wonder what's wrong. Um, but getting up at three in the morning would piss me off, too. So um, Mindy, ah. <laughs> she was 
discovered at school, which I think is so interesting that yeah. Norman Lear and like a group of people were there just kind of just to study the girls, like to see like how they act and whatever, just to kind of, I, I don't know, research, I guess. Yeah. So was that weird to anyone else? Because yes. when I heard that, I was like, oh, so you're you're just staring down these junior high girls to see. <laughs> and she mentioned they would ask them questions like, so is this an all girls school, school? Do you miss boys or whatever? It's like, oh, whoa, whoa, stay away from those kids. What are you doing? <laughs> When you say it like that, it sounds creepy. I know. When I was just describing it, it was the first time that I was like, oh, they went to go observe some gr- some underage girls in their own habitat. How nice. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys want to be in a movie? <laughs> that's how it happens. Yeah. And then for her to just not even have any acting experience, that wasn't even on her radar, and for them to ask her, which is interesting, too, because... People that were, you know, stars back then, they didn't look like her. So for them to to pick her out to be a part in a show is kind of cool. I, you know what I mean? Like she stood out as a good, great personality and they wanted her to be on the show. So I think that's kind of cool. But she said that that day that Natalie Green was born and she said, Lana Turner has nothing on me. And Raphael, I don't know if you remember, but that's who I mentioned when we were in LA <laughs> to you oh, and, yeah, and Megan. Familiar. When you both looked at me with your Marge Simpson eyes and just did the blink, blink, blink. Yeah. Who? <laughs> um, Cause she was supposedly discovered at the Schwab's diner there, whatever. Anyways, that's a total side note, but <laughs> So she had, I mean, everything about her life is like the life that, the idyllic life that everybody wishes that they had. And then it's the life that I wish or I'm trying and not doing the best job of it. Not as as good as her parents, but to give it to my, my kids so that they don't have to go through life the way I did. But she, her parents have a great relationship and she has a great re- relationship with her parents, which is awesome that, that her family, she said it's normal, which that's exactly what I wish for. Just to be, have normal problems. Like everyone has problems, but there's normal problems and there's like dysfunctional problems and everyone, it seems like the majority is dysfunctional nowadays, but that's what I'm striving for is that normal, like, you know, you have problems, but you're close and I don't know. It just seems like she had really great role models. Yeah, she... Hmm. I like... So she mentioned that that wasn't necessarily the case with all of the people she was working with, that um, in her own family, that it was clear that her job on TV was just, you know, some project that she was doing, and it wasn't necessarily more important than her parents' job or whatever her siblings were into. It was just, you know, a thing that she did, which is, I think, the... If you're going to have a kid in show business, that's the only way to to manage that, to keep them from being, you know, some sort of crazy diva. Seriously, because she said she went hog-ass wild (laughs) with everything available, but she seemed to do it in the way that you, I don't know, it almost like, it's like when you say drink responsibly, it's like, okay, that's counterintuitive, but it sounds like she did just that, like she reached towards the end with all of the things that she had given to her but just pulled reined it in and realized it's not forever or to be appreciative of it is hard when you're always just given it and it's always there yeah she mentioned gratitude too which is very very important very very important yes that was a good one that was a good word i think i put that on there let's see sorry <laughs> i don't know what's wrong with me right now seriously 
<laughs> I have gratitude <laughs> equals good written down, so I think you're right. Well, that's a show wrap. <laughs> show <laughs> wrap, really? Oh my god! Seriously, I don't know what's wrong with me. Good job, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, and good night. Um, <laughs> she said she had a few, like you said, Rafi. She had a few gems. Um, a few things that she said. She said that once. She has once in a lifetime experiences all the time, which is just amazing that she has, that she can say this. She's 50 and she's still saying that. And I wonder if she'll ever, I don't know if she has written a book. They didn't talk about it. Um, I don't remember anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it'd be interesting to, to, to learn more about the, you know, the people she was friends with and her experiences. But I think it was her dad that said, how you came to this opportunity is luck, but you're not lucky. And that is so true. And I think about that with Allison, the whole thing with the Corolla show, like, yeah, he gave her kind of like a launching pad towards like a lot of great guests and exposure to things. But if she wasn't good at what she does, she was she wouldn't take it, you know, and and be where she is now. She's done it on her own. So it's that kind of like the opportunity is luck, but you're not lucky. You're doing it. You're making it. Yeah, like getting your foot in the door can be luck, but what happens after that, you know, is the cheesy old saying, luck is preparation meets opportunity or whatever. Yep. So um, she talked about, and we talked for a minute about surrounding yourself by narcissists. So it, she had a really interesting take on it. Surrounding yourself by narcissists and addicts, you know, being addicted, you know, th- these people are attracted to her. I feel like I have that same thing where I'm total, I'm a total jerk magnet. And I don't know what that is. I definitely am a people pleaser, just like Allison and Mindy are. And it's not really about pleasing people. And, you know, well, it is. But Allison said, you know, I just want everyone to like me. And I have that too. But it's not like a popularity thing. It's I want to be understood. Because I feel like if someone doesn't like me, that just means they misunderstood something that I said or did or something because I don't I don't do anything to hurt anybody or like go out of my way to be a bad person. So if anything is misunderstanding or I don't know and everyone could be nice and then there's this one person that's misunderstanding something and then I it stresses me out and I can't you know sleep because of it. And it's just it seems like she's kind of gotten away from those kind of people and I kind of have too. It's it's easy just to do the fade out on some people, but I don't know. I don't know why that is. I don't know if you guys have that same problem probably not uh not exactly um it it is hmm. it was funny she mentioned her her issues around uh people who are addicts or people who are um, narcissists and that sort of thing started out with other girls and not not necessarily romantic relationships just the people uh, she found herself attracted to and the people who were attracted to being around her that was interesting because you would think it would be the other way around but mm-hmm. i guess being in in show business that's your and especially be around you know the actors that she worked with they were all girls and just her and being in an all-girls school and all those things yeah that's true that's yeah that's interesting it's weird being in an all all-girls school seems i don't know i'm sure they're more common than i think and they're they're probably more common back in the day but i don't know that's I can imagine problems arising from that, whether, well, not to sound like the creepy casting guy, but like boys not being around and then having to, I don't know, the whole socialization aspect seems weird. It is. I went to one for one year. Ah, That explains all your problems. (laughs) Damn it. Um, (laughs) And it was, it was really cool, you know, because I had not ever been 
exposed to that before so being there it was kind of nice to not have to think about certain things but then you have to think about all these other things where it's mm. still that popular we had uniforms but there was still that popularity of you know the rich kids and the be- the better hair and the better shoes and whatever it is but then the next year when I went to public school I was I went boy crazy <laughs> so maybe not the best idea well I, I'm you know that, that might have happened either way but- <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I don't I guess I guess it is kind of the same either way. You're going to be dealing with stuff whether you're around all people of the same sex or whether it's mixed up. So you just have to pick your poison. Going back a little when Allison was saying um I'm too old to be this insecure to care what people think, to consider what those people are going to think about any life decision I make. Um I I can imagine that must suck for her. But also, I related a lot to that statement. It's just nice to know that there are other well-adjusted people out there who still struggle with these things. And then, yeah, like you were saying, she said, I don't have to like everyone who likes me. And I think that's that was, I, I had to write it down because I was like, that was something that was interesting to me. Because several times, and kind of recently, I've thought of my best friend and I was just like, sometimes he can be very... And actually, a lot of my friends, um, they're just like hanging out with them is like, I just feel stuck in the past when I'm with them. Like, mm. everyone's so negative And you say anything positive and they're fucking faggot. Like, what? <laughs> Maybe. It's just like, so you need ah. a little more Mindy in your life is what this seems to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just, I don't know. And then I think, think, like, do I need to cut these people out? But then, you know, they're like normal. And then you're like, oh, no, it was just a thing. And I'm sure I do the same thing where I can regress. But it was just got me thinking. And I thought that was a great quote. It is. She also had another one. She said, we're all water. We're all the same. Some shallow and some deep. And I thought that was very interesting, too. Just to to know your levels or no although people that are shallow don't usually know their levels. <laughs> they usually just try and mingle with everybody, you know. But um, it would just be so much nicer. It, you know, I feel like I'm able to weed people out a little bit quicker now. But even when I see the signs, I still, like, there's somebody that I don't talk to anymore right now that I was only friends with for maybe a year and a half, <laughs> let's say, two years. And I saw her doing stuff to other people that I... I thought, man, she's like, she holds grudges. She cuts people off pretty, pretty quickly. She's quick to judge, but not to me. So, but eventually it's going to come around to me. But in my mind, I thought, no, it's not going to happen to me. (laughs) And then when it did, it was like shocking. But at least, you know, it wasn't a 20 year relationship. It's kind of like, okay, I knew where it was going to go. I should have known that, that I'm going to eventually be the one, you know, Getting the brunt of it. So am I the only one who noticed Mindy was hitting on Jeff? <laughs> okay, thank you. That was my next thing on my paper. Jeff flirt. Calm down, Lisa. Calm Lines down. underneath. I'm angry. Working, working Lisa's side of the street thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> I didn't actually notice it until um, I saw some tweets about it. Uh, like I saw Laura's. And then I was like, on the second listen, I was like, oh, yeah. And then, but I was like. Eh, not really. I think she was just kind of being flirty and nice, just but like not overtly. 
But she also said she had somebody in her life, but then she was saying that she, then she was talking about in the future when she maybe will find the right person. Yeah. <laughs> like, didn't, uh... wait a second. And don't tell me it's going to be <laughs> Jeff. Okay. That would be great for Allison. She'd be yeah, like, that would be. Hey, it would. She, uh, can she come next time you cuss drop by, you know? <laughs> She's just out front. Like, I just picture her in a convertible honking for Jeff to come out. <laughs> 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 Picking you up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, obviously, I'm not really mad because mm, obviously I'm married and he's busy with a million things in his life. <laughs> I like... actually, I'm looking through my notes and there was something I should have added to that last bit. But oh, yeah. Okay. No, go ahead. When, when she mentioned family of choice, I feel like now that's something that I'm trying to cultivate. Or I guess I was unknowingly when I cut out my sister. <laughs> and uh, added people like Megan and Lisa. Yep. I, I cut out my grandmother. I cut out my sister. And pretty much my mom's whole side of the family, I kind of had by proxy because I cut out my grandma. They all kind of, they don't hate me, but, you know, I don't see any of them anymore. <clears throat> so it's kind of, but I, there's only so much damage someone can do to someone where so much someone can take. And just because you're blood related it pisses me off that I'm supposed to, people try and tell me, oh, you need to be with your, you know, whatever. It's like, I don't know why people are so excited about me getting abused more. Like, I don't think it's cool. So I don't, put a stop to it. Well, people sort of project their own stuff. They think, oh, you know, you should hang out with your family because that's a good thing. I, I like seeing my family. And then they're like, they, they don't necessarily understand that not everyone has the same situation. Right. And... I'm sure that there were some people in Hitler's family that was like, oh, I don't really want to hang out with you. <laughs> but yeah, my mom is one of them though, that will be like, you should, you know, come and hang out with grandma, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I you just forget the things that she's done. I can't put myself through that. I just can't. I already get so stressed out around Thanksgiving because I have that feeling of like, I miss seeing all of them and I miss the big family and everybody but so then I start getting that feeling of like all these things are going on that I'm not a part of. And it pisses me off that it's like that. I, I hate it. So then I get all stressed out. But the biggest thing is my mom will say stuff to my kids when she's watching them. Like, oh, you know, she says about my sister that like, I just don't want to say sorry. And it's my my fault. Like she tells my kids it's my fault. Ooh, that's <laughs> like, a little huh. out of bounds. You know, if my mom wasn't my mom, she would be cut out because she's said so, done so many things. That I'm just like, really? Like, just back me up for once in my life. Yeah. But, you know, and that's why she sticks to her mom. The same thing. Her mom's mm -hmm. the same way. And, you know, she will, she makes excuses for bad behavior all the time. And it's just like, eh, I'm good. Just, you guys can have your dysfunctional weirdo relationship. Just don't make me a part of it. I don't need to be a part of it. I have enough. So you're saying your sister and your mom's mom are kind of similar, and so your mom oh, yeah. sort of okay. And she caters to both of them and makes excuses for both of them and doesn't believe my side of the story. So it's kind of like okay, whatever. Yeah, and I've had to do that with friends and whatever. And it's just there's plenty of people out there. I don't know why we hold on to these. I just wish there was some island all those negative people can go to and just make each other miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, slightly extreme, but I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, it's Australia. Um, wow, <laughs> burn on us, Australia! Uh, sorry, Island of miserable we, people. And I know we have one Australian listener at least. I didn't mean. It, I just meant the way it started. I guess that was more. They were criminals, right? They weren't. 
necessarily horrible people. Not making it better. Yeah, I'm just going to stop there. Um, Congratulations on your Mad Max dystopia, Australians. <laughs> she talked about being organized, and you know, a lot of people find that to be like OCD or whatever, and she just considers it giving herself a gift, an anti-anxiety gift, which is total. I totally agree with that, and I have both sides of the spectrum because when there's clutter in my house, I feel anxious and I feel like I'm going to rip my hair out, and I hate it. But when you have kids, you just have to like put up with a lot of stuff that you don't want to put up with. But then on the other side. I collect stuff too. So I fill my house with a bunch of old lady junk that makes me feel better about myself. So it's like a, a balancing act of both of those things. I don't know. Do either of you are clean freaks or collectors or what? Uh, I col- kind of a collector, I guess, in that I have like old books and old comic books that are sitting in a closet that I will probably never read again. Um, what comic books? Oh, just old Marvel stuff, okay. mostly like old Spider-Man stuff. And, Old issues of Shonen Jump, which is the uh, the English translation of a Japanese comic anthology called Shonen Jump. It's like a, a magazine where it'll be like one chapter of this comic book and then a, a, one chapter of the next one. And it comes out like once a month or whatever. I was just wondering. I, I used to collect, um, well, some comics, but uh, graphic novels stuff. Oh, nice. But um, Oh, and I got a couple issues or a couple uh, trade paperbacks of Fables, which is a, sort of a fantasy it's like a fairy tale characters but it's like a murder mystery also and it's it's super interesting and there's a a game based on fables called the wolf among us which is actually like has super twin peaks vibes that you should really? play if you, have, if you ever get around to playing video games it's a it's a cool one. what's it called uh, the wolf among us okay i'm writing it down and is that the one that chris hardwick did a voice in um maybe i don't know Might have. um yeah i don't like I kind of am a neat freak. I'm kind of OCD-ish. Um, like, I put everything down in the same spot, and everything has to be, like, in a straight line. Like, if you looked at my closet, I have 700 records that I'm oh, staring right. at. But I'm not a collector. That's the thing. And I have, like, books and a bunch of CDs and whatnot, but I'm not a collector. So, I don't know. I have things, but I don't collect, if that makes sense. That does. Yeah. That I got a ton of old DVDs and then a bunch of CDs, but they, they're just kind of... Sitting on a shelf or in boxes or whatever. So uh, Mindy Cohn mentioned uh, her relationship issues and being more uh, preferring someone to say I need you to I love you, which is interesting. It's sort of um, a people pleaser sort of thing, needing needing to be needed. Uh, she she did say her panties would get wet if someone said that, which is a <laughs> you know note for Jeff, I guess. Uh, Dang it. and oh so she mentioned some drama on the food network show i'm not sure who she was talking about but barbara eden from i i dream of genie was on is on her same season so i might be talking about her see i was guessing it was one of the chefs i thought it was like ann burrell but i don't watch that show so i didn't know if she was on there but yeah she said it was a host but i think she might have meant co-star because i don't think the hosts are famous okay well what was the show called uh, worst, America's worst yeah. chefs, chefs, something like that. Okay, um, I think it because she said it's a network, like the network's stars. So I, I, I'm for sure it has to be one of the hosts, and I don't oh. know how, how many women are on it. But I think it'd be pretty easy to narrow down. Oh yeah, and I just assumed it was that Chef Burrell because she she's got the crazy blonde hair, and I thought 
She just seems like she'd be a closet bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she said network star, like network TV, like oh, one of the other celebrities. Right. But no, yeah, it probably is a Food Network person then. Well, I'm I'm looking at the picture and it's just Bobby Flay and this lady. A oh, blonde wait, lady with the crazy hair? Now there's a different lady. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, it's her. Yeah, That's, she has like a weird like, every time, hair. Yes, and every time she I watch her show, which is pretty rare, I always picture those blonde hairs being all in her food. It has to be her. She, it's I mean, gossip. just looking at her, I don't like her. <laughs> I know. She may be Hold a closet bitch. I need to look this. She's an on-air cunt is what she is. She's not even a closet bitch. <laughs> Is she like the like the kind of like straight talking? Tell how it is. Yeah, lady? she is, but she doesn't seem like she would cause too many problems. She just seems kind of like she's like a no patience, no nonsense kind of lady. So when she first said that, that was the first lady that popped into my head because I thought I knew that she was on that show, and I thought she's got to be the one. But Bobby Flay seems like a huge dick too. <laughs> we have to we should we have to watch this show and yes, we'll see because she says she cried on it. So we'll I think we'll know who it was. <laughs> I'm sure we will. So she mentioned that she's going to be a dirty old lady, which like also good news for Jeff, I guess. Um, and she said, "I." She's talking about how much she loved men, and she's like, "I love men. I love guys. I love dudes." Like she said it three different ways. <laughs> so that was very funny. Oh yeah, and her friend asked her if she had a trick pussy, which I. Uh, all right, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> it was funny to hear Natalie say trick pussy and a lot of the things that she said. She sounds like something someone that I could hang out with, like. Off air, I, I bet just like having a few drinks and, you know, talking trick pussies and whatnot <laughs> All right. would be pretty fun. By the way, a friend that would say that to you, like, really? Yeah, yeah. obviously I'm dating up here. Duh. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not a nice way. If you have to ask that question at all, probably don't ask it that way. Right. So let's talk about uh, the Thursday episode. Jenna's journal. Alice. Well, you guys know what it is. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> Really? Uh, so we were her little nutter butters uh, this week, and mm, cool. It's funny that no one ever comments on her carb anymore. The old Thursday gang always did. It always was like a, co- a topic of conversation of, you know, now it's just kind of like, all right, they must just be sitting in front of her, and they're like, yeah, that's what we're going to be. Um, not the best cookie, but... Um, I haven't had a nutter butter in a real long time. It's... Me too. I when we go camping, I'll get like the multi pack of little cook cracker cookies. Oh my god, cookies like Chips Ahoy and Oreo or whatever the little snack packs. And always they always fill it up with the Nutter Butters in there, so they're always the last ones left because the kids don't eat those. And I'm like, I guess I'm having Nutter Butters, but they're and they're pretty good, but they're not. No, they're a little dusty. It's funny because I don't even hear the carbs. I think I'm just so used to. Hearing the intro, like, I just hear Daniel's intro, then the show starts, and I don't even notice what she calls us. No, I've, th- I've also completely, like, not even noticed the carbs lately. I think I do, too. And the only reason why I do is because I'm taking notes. I'm like, okay, I'm going to mention that. <laughs> and that's all. We're dusty cookies this week. Okay, so this is something that I just love talking about with other dudes. Other dudes with dudes... <laughs> The secret's out. <laughs> um, she talked about her sneezing and peeing thing, which is so funny, the whole conversation, because, first of all, this is something that I think we've talked about on here, she's talked about on there, blah, blah, blah. People talk about it, whatever. But the conversation 
about her saying that she didn't realize it was before you had the baby, not after when you have when your vagina's huge and then and then Jenna's saying, you know, oh yeah, it happens before and when that and when that happens after. <laughs> like oh, That was God. great. That was really funny. But yeah, I actually sent in a JMO that she favorited and she's never read it and it's been so long that I figured it's gone, but I said, dang it, I forgot already. Alright, um, but yeah, that's a thing. Uh, sneezing, laughing. If I'm sneezing, I have to literally cross my legs. <laughs> Live oh, your truth. Oh my gosh. I hope Colonel Just... Jeff is listening. <laughs> mm. oh, that's a pickup line right there. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> He's all Mindy. Where's her number? So, just to ask that. So, with you, was that an after delivering thing, or was that a pregnancy thing, or it was the, after? Okay. But I also think it's an age thing. I think that happens when women get yeah. older too. So I think it was a combination of of all of it. I I don't. I just think it was more of an age thing, honestly, because it wasn't right after, or during, or anything. Maybe a little bit, but now it's just like really. <laughs> Yeah, you guys got the, you know, little short urethras. I know. Yeah. And, oh, and I heard that there was some sort of thing, which I didn't even look into, but it was like some sort of, like, <laughs> pee plug. <laughs> oh. So when you, so you don't have those problems, but I thought, I don't want to shove anything in my urethra. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know it's, if that's advisable. Is it just like a catheter? I know, right? <laughs> it's like, look at this convenient catheter, and it straps to your leg in this bag. Like, that's not... Um... <laughs> that's actually already been invented, and it's uh, for elderly people. I'm gonna... Uh, I was gonna tell you guys something, but I it's TMI, and I was gonna edit it out. So oh, gonna... really? I can just spill the... Well, it's Hello. gross the when I talk about Hello, it. Hello, allergy season. Goodbye, dry undies. That wasn't my JMO. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice. That's a good one. Did you send it in? Yeah, a long time ago. She favored it, but never read but she it. She never read it. There's a I few think that you she need has to resend it. Yeah, I, I think she'd appreciate that one like, more. Oh yeah, you're like, right. Uh, <laughs> copy the link to it and then just write like this is appropriate. Yeah, it's like old JMO, but it's appropriate. Um, before we move on too far, uh, Jeff's uh, joke with the drop. Um, he played the Allison doing the little cell phone ringtone. Yes. Um, and she, she kind of made it seem like she still has them somewhere. So I'm very glad about that. Cause if you've seen, it was actually really, really close to what it sounds like. Um, and when they were talking about the giant glasses, um, I told this to Lisa and Megan, but I took those giant glasses to Bumbershoot and then I totally forgot them. And also I didn't want to walk around like a crazy person <laughs> with giant glasses. But um, I just take like a duffel bag um, and it was, I, I wish I could have seen the TSA employee's face when <laughs> a bag with a giant pair of sunglasses in it goes through the x-ray machine. <laughs> <laughs> and when I go to PodFest, I will try and capture that moment because yeah. I will be taking these glasses and I will be wearing them and I might be in a fucking sombrero. Whoa. So, just just don't I... just don't pack a pressure cooker and I think you're fine. <laughs> I was going to pack my large glasses as well. I don't know if you remember, but when Brienne and Megan and I met up in San Diego, we went to uh, Dave and Buster's 
And so with all my prize winnings, I went in there and they had the giant glasses in there. I'm like, oh, I'm totally getting these for them as like a secret present. So I got those and then I hid the extras so they wouldn't see them. And so we all had those glasses. But I was thinking about getting some of the heart-shaped ones. Do you have heart-shaped ones or just the regular? I just have the regular blue ones that Brienne sent me for winning. Oh, yes. I'm super glad that Al was back. He was missed uh, last week. I don't know if it's just me, but... I feel like Al didn't say anything this whole show. Yes. that's Yes. Okay. So <laughs> I was like, okay, Al's back. Super glad he's back. And it's funny because there were so many t- times I thought, oh, Al's totally going to chime in here. And he didn't. You're totally right. He and had... I wonder. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, um, I wonder if he likes doing the show. Like, I'm sure he likes hanging out with them and whatnot, but... Um, I feel like even when he was on uh, Sorry Not Sorry, he was like kind of a reluctant uh, participant, but now he's kind of into it. But I wonder if he's still kind of likes doing it, and I wonder if he's going to be the next person to leave. Because eventually someone has to, right? As you were just saying that, I was just thinking that maybe he had to go deal with the baby or something and wasn't there. I was going to bring that up, yeah. I know... I know before he's had to leave to check on check on young Sam. So I don't know. They don't announce when, you know, somebody gets up from the table and leaves. So I'm not sure if he's actually even there the whole show. Interesting. I'm, that is true. I there was I was missing Al, but it seemed like there was more Al last week with the drops than there were this week when he was actually there. Although I will say he had two very funny things. Uh, during one of the JMOs, I forget. I forget the situation. Oh, it was the... They were talking about restaurants, and Greg started talking about Chez Panisse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Daniel was like, I, Daniel and I had the same thought. He was like, wait, <laughs> Chez Penis? And, and Al was so quietly like, get it together, Daniel. <laughs> and then <laughs> when Greg called, uh, Allison called the rules the Bible of dating, and Greg was like, I wonder what, what Al and Jenna think the Bible of dating should be. And Al chimed in with the book of Leviticus. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Well, and also when they were talking about the Electoral College, I was like, okay, come on, Al, speak up, because I really wanted to call Oh, that would have been a good what does Al know. Yeah, and I wanted to have a new nickname for him, like Elector Al College. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Everyone take a shot now. Um, You're fired, Lisa, get off the show. <laughs> uh, so then Allison had her, her test that was anything doing – uh, related to pregnancy and medical and appointments is so stressful. Like the whole thing is so stressful and she had to do so much before us normal, you know, normal ways people did it. Oh my God, that sounds so dumb. Um, she already had to jump, jump through a bunch of ho- hoops and now she's, you know, having to deal with all this other crap, which I had to deal with a lot of stuff that was, it's just so stressful. And like, you're not supposed to be stressed out when you're pregnant, but like you can't not, especially when it's your first time or you, ha- you know, ha- went through so much to get there. And now you have to come in with these needles and the, and the this and the that. It's just like, ugh, it's too much. But they're definitely having a boy, so we gotta come up with some names. So Party Girl got married. Uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. I Jenna think... was so excited about like the fictional marriage of Party Girl. She, she really was does. like, like sincerely <laughs> in- interested. I can see some fanfic. Uh, maybe Jason Dix needs to come up with a little something. 
Well, I loved it because she was like genuinely excited for Party Girl, and she said, "Good for Party Girl." I was like, that it was like very adorable. Yeah. But I I hope Party in her uh, later years <laughs> she gets to uh, get married. We should. <gasps> Never mind. <laughs> I just love that Greg's having dreams about Janae's dog. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, Jenna's journal. Oh, first of all, Trap Dog, the new journal. Yes. The new journal jingle. <laughs> that was really good. That was it's, so, it's yeah, so that, different than his others. I don't know. Yeah, so was this Allison joke that was based on some sort of foreigner song? Do you know the song that was the reference there? No. I just, I just enjoyed it. Enjoyed it all on its own. Yeah, it was good. I don't think it needs to be cut down. I don't know, Rafi, what do you think? <laughs> I, well, I didn't even hear her mention it was a Foreigner song. Um, I thought it was interesting. Now I have to go back and listen again. But um, I, I remember I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be the one and be like, yeah, not for me. Well, I'm a big Trap Dog fan, and I want her to play these old songs. That's that true. You're a big advocate. Have- have never even heard of like the iTunes comment song is based on another song of his called the happy duckling song. And that's a fucking great song. And I told her she needs to play it. And she's like, Oh yeah, that'd be yeah, fun. Whatever. <laughs> Sounds great. Great idea. I'm sure uh, Jeff is probably like, yeah, I don't need any more drops to be played. Like I have my hands full as it is. That's true. I wish that they would do a Q&A with the other people on the show, too, not just Allison. But that would be a great question for the live Q&A, the doing the jingles, to actually get her to answer you face to face. (laughs) Oh, there's questions that I want to ask, but like I'm like, well, I've already asked and she like kind of brushed it off. So (laughs) I don't want to be like, hey, what about this thing I asked about three times already? Like, you know, so. She'll probably be happy about it because I know when I have those unanswered emails or whatever, you're like, oh, I need to get back and answer this person. And then you forget. And she must have – I would. that's another question I want to ask her. How many notifications does she get in one day for Facebook or for Twitter or, you know, just I, curious about that. During one of her – I think it was during one of her Twitter Q&As I asked or maybe for the questions for the show, um, I asked how many – unread or how many un like you know like the little red notif- oh you don't have an iphone <laughs> oh my gosh um, <laughs> i was gonna say uh how many uh like unanswered notifications like on text phone and email does she have and then like literally like a week or two later she said that she had a thousand whatever emails oh i would be dreaming about that many- at night nightmares oh yeah I'm, I'm crazy i have to have it all blank and right now there's a, a red dot on my phone and it's driving me crazy. Yeah, I like mine blank too. And I don't have an iPhone, but I do have something equivalent. <laughs> yeah, I have tens of thousands of unread emails. Really? Yeah, like I'm checking my Yahoo inbox right now and it, little, it literally says 99999 plus. Oh my gosh. I yep. start getting squirrely when it's 300 and I'm like, oh my God. I turn my phone off for the weekend or whatever and I go come back to like, I just need to clear out. It's all junk, but it's just it's, like, yeah, mostly junk. yeah, work is different because I have to actually keep on top of stuff, but I just let, I just let the 
spam and stuff. It, if it goes to the spam filter or the spam folder, great. If it doesn't, then, it, you know, whatever. Just hearing both of those numbers is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> if it's not blank, it, it drives me crazy. So Jenna's journal. It's another piece of gold. I love that it was called March dot dot dot. Who cares? I also love that the first page of the journal was about her choosing which journal to buy. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. And I it's And by the way, TS, if you would like to bring your journal to the table at some point, that'd be great. I uh, did look through mine and there's I was trying to figure out a way to read it that's not it's just too I think it'd be too much. <laughs> I don't think it would work. Um it's a little too dark and it's a little too uh, yeah, um, it's not resolved, so I don't want to. Uh, I see. It's just kind of like it's it's not old enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, someday yeah, I, I have old stuff, but it's. I'm surprised there's not more in there about how much I hated my job because I worked at Jack in the Box when I was younger, and I worked like oh. graveyard shift. I work well, random shifts, so I'd work like eight at night till six in the morning and then have to come back later that afternoon after oh. have gotten like 15 minutes of sleep and i just i just wanted to kill myself like every day for years but there's not there's surprisingly little of that in the journal well that would be very interesting to hear some i love that everyone's coming up with some uh ray morgan i would love to see some gems from those pages that you put on twitter um but jenna's was so funny and it's so her it's so funny too because it's just it's not her today, but I could just totally picture that that's exactly how she was then. I mean, it's, you know, she's gotten a lot more mature now and, and less, but it's still, it, it just, it's so Jenna still. An independent woman. Yes. Always be hard to get. Oh, if only I had a Jenna in my life <laughs> or a, somebody. I don't, I don't know. know. Depends on which Jenna. Some sort. Ah! I, well, I had that gen in my life. <laughs> they were talking about her boyfriend that, or the guy that she was kind of seeing or whatever, that he was like a total New Yorker. And Greg's, Greg's impression or Greg's description of New Yorkers is exactly, is something that I always think about, but I never, no one ever talks about. It's like, are they just really strong or are they just fat? <laughs> because they all have like, they look like they are buff, but then they also look fat at the same time. I don't understand it. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was funny too, and I knew exactly what he meant when he said it. And I totally pictured exactly the um, the Real Housewife of New Jersey, the husband. That's exactly it. And I've known people in my life too. It's not just Italian or uh, New Yorkers, but then you know some other cultures that have the similar. Where you're like, I don't know if you work out a lot or if you're just eating a lot of enchiladas. <laughs> I think we know what culture you're. Yeah, what's <laughs> Could you be more specific, please? I have a question about her journal, actually. Yeah. So she she starts it off by, oh, the things I do to please, or uh, to, for little Miss People Pleaser, whatever her name was. What the hell did that have to do with dating the guy? I have no idea. I, there was so much in this that was like, um, I don't know. Like, I couldn't follow it. Like, it starts out with her talking about this girl, but then she's talking about this guy. And then, and then she's like, oh, and I don't, and my, whatever she said, my phone broke or whatever. So people are trying to get in contact with me. And I was just like, she was like so scatterbrained. <laughs> I was like, what was she talking about? I couldn't follow the thread. Yeah, Do you guys have any clue? I think it was just a, like a, some sort of general shade throwing. 
<laughs> I think it's perfect I was like, it's example like, of a female brain at that age. <laughs> well, I was just like, like, did she date this guy because this girl told her to? Or, like, I don't know. I'm confused. It was pretty manic. It's like all over if, the place. If, if someone understood that and knows what was going on, please let me know. Oh, but she tweeted a picture of the page. Yes. Uh, I want to see the cover of this, this uh, journal. Just yeah, I wanted I, her to just, tweet a picture of the covers because all the journals look different, apparently. Mm-hmm. And how she picked them all out, you know, specifically and special. And, and I mean, even had a whole jur- journal entry <laughs> talking about it. So, yeah, I'd like to see the cover of it also. When, when Jenna was talking about the guy and he said, I want to keep doing this. And the way she said it, I was washing dishes and I almost threw a bowl out of my hand. I just, <laughs> like, I heaved... <laughs> and the bowl almost flew out, but that was hilarious. And also that, that she wrote parte with the correct spelling. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. It was really good. I think between uh-huh. her and Greg's so far, it's just like I would be embarrassed to read either of them if they were mine. But I want more. And I'm glad wish, that they're bringing it up. Uh, I wish my stuff was that fun. It's It's much more like dour and sad than that. If I find something sufficiently embarrassing but also funny i'll bring it in yeah that's exactly like mine because mine's not really like this is what i did today mine's more of like i've got all this crazy shit in my head and i need to get it out on paper like and it's not it's not anything like what they're talking about it's not like this is you know i'm going surfing today and i had the best shit or whatever it's like (laughs) i don't know (laughs) wait so ts you actually have you guys have talked about this you have a journal yeah, I got some. I got a couple old notebooks that I used to write stuff in. Yeah. And by the See, way, I'm... if any of you have ever seen TS, don't strike me as someone that would have a journal and write in one. I, and I think that's rad. I'm not sure if that's racist or. No! <laughs> You're a little white puppy dog. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I think. I imagine that you look to... like Terry Crews. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll take that, I guess. <laughs> Is that racist also, by the way? Uh, don't care. It's good. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, hold on. I don't look like the type of person who would have a journal because I'm a dude or... Yes. Oh. It's the... It, Either way, it's, it's offensive. <laughs> because it's more of a typically a female thing. And mm-hmm. Greg, you don't seem like an emotional person that way. Does that make some more sense? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm... It, yeah, I'm I'm a little less dramatic than maybe Greg or something like that. Right. You seem more level-headed. <laughs> sure, but well, you know, Colonel Jeff has journals and he's he's Oh, the see, most... that's true too. And I wouldn't picture him having one, but Greg, it's believable. And if Al said he did, I wouldn't believe it. That would be weird too. It's just status updates. It's like 6 p.m. <laughs> 8 dinner. <laughs> On schedule. Up. Oh, I'm a minute late today. To to offend some more people, uh, <laughs> Ray Morgan uh, mentioned that he has some journals, and I would have thought he's not the type of guy to uh, journal. What are you, a woman? <laughs> it's a good drop. <laughs> I'm like, um, it was like dead silence. I, I'm like, I need something here. How can I say something that's not going to come off bad? I think that ship has sailed. Cause, yeah, because my foot is like, I've been just eating foot all all day, all night. Oh my god. Um, I would think that he did. What well, he would? Ray? Yes. Oh, why is that? Um, because he's, he's, he's <laughs> 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 because he's um. 
because he's really into art and he's into i don't know he's artistic and he seems like he would be more um what did i say that you weren't ts emotional uh, he seems more emotional maybe cut that wow, out all right so maybe cut that out i'm some sort of vulcan or robot no. I guess. <laughs> overly emotional fucking vision over here that's fine <laughs> i just data just sitting in the holodeck i guess <laughs> You're Vicky the robot. <laughs> Small wonder. <laughs> uh. All right, maybe leave it all in because <laughs> what is going on tonight? I don't know. Oh, we're doing a show. I swear I'm not stoned. Oh, so then the, then they start talking about the housewife tagline. So are are you guys? Have you ever watched a Real Housewives? You know, episode. I know maybe not by your. Not on purpose. I haven't, but I know the reality show intro very well. Um, and I thought the the one that Daniel came up for uh, with for Allison was hilarious. It was really funny. Both of them are really funny. And I would love for them to do, for him to do one for everybody and for them to film it. That would be an awesome Patreon thing, but, or not, just to have like a little clip of them you know doing whatever and having their little tagline would be so funny well the funny thing to me is that like with his intros he so when i was at allison's house i got to see him do the intro live and he he's like reading it from his iphone and he's like he's like he's like oh shit i think i'm gonna mess up and then he's like i wrote this at work like it's funny because he's just like, I do this in my, like, whenever I have a second to, like, think of something. And it's funny because they're so funny all the time. But, yeah. like, for him, it's like a throwaway thing that he has to do for the show. It's like a chore. And the the fact that they're like, oh, yeah, come up with one for all of us for each show. And <laughs> yeah. he's just like, ugh. Great. But, but the funny thing is that they're still going to come out great is the funny thing if he does it. It's true because it seems like he puts a lot of work into it because they are so clever and funny. But... It's like you said, just a whatever for him. Just I'll just throw something together, and it's always awesome. But I, I think a housewife tagline. Even I think we need one too. <laughs> I noticed that Daniel didn't do the 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 reverse double reverse insult to Alice in this episode, which I kind of missed. Like he would normally be like, you know, I'm her husband Daniel, but nobody's perfect. Or <laughs> yes, I'm her husband Daniel, and you know, I don't want to die every day. or some some some. Some sort of a uh, weird insult, some sort of thing about being married to Allison and how terrible it is. Yes, but instead he made the nice, really nice taglines for her. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I came up with one for myself once, and I said it to my husband. He doesn't, he would never watch that show, but um, it was something like, "I may look like I'm poor, that's because I am," <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God. but yeah, so well. I would love for them to do a little video, a little intro of each of them dressed however they dress, coming in and turning around like they do at the beginning of the show and doing a tagline for each would be really funny. And if Daniel needs help, I'm sure there's plenty of people on Twitter to come up with some funny ones for for everybody. But I doubt he needs help. 
Yeah, I think he's got it covered based on the intros. Exactly. So there was an advice update. Not only is, I mean, she's trying to help people and she's really taking this to heart, giving advice and being worried about not giving bad advice and whatever. But the person she gave advice to actually took her advice. And then now there's an update from it, which is kind of like crazy because I think if someone gave me advice, like let's say like my friend gave me that advice, I'd be like, eh, I don't know, I'll figure it out. Whatever, but if Allison gave me the advice, I'd probably just do it. Just be like, well, I did it, and this is what happened. It would it'd be an interesting um, experiment, but it, of course the dude's going to be that way. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just based on the fact that uh, very often the problem isn't that someone did X, Y, or Z. It's the, the problem is that they're the type of person who would do X, Y, or Z. Right. So it's it, it makes sense that he would then be like, oh, man, your sister's fucking crazy, bro. She's trying to fucking ruin our love. <laughs> yeah. I assume he talks like that. Oh, know. totally. Why? Were you racist? Oh. Um. I, I'm not sure what that <laughs> voice was, so possibly. I don't know. Um, yeah, dudes who cheat aren't usually the most stand-up guys. <laughs> Or people. I should say people who cheat. That's true. But she, if she wanted to be sneaky, she should have, like, recorded the, the phone call and then – or sent it as a text. And then that way she would have a timestamp so she could say, hey, I, right before your boyfriend said this to you about how crazy I am, you know, he admitted that blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, that's – it's not – none of this, as Jeff has said, none of this is actually her problem. No, it isn't. And she did the right thing. She – everything they – I think – they gave her good advice. She followed it and she did what she should. And it's did exactly what was going to happen, was going to happen. But if this person's good enough to be in her life again, then she will. And she'll realize that, that she was just trying to help her and she was telling the truth or, you know, good riddance. No, I was just thinking of a bunch of TV shows, but I was like, she could have worn a wire and ended up like big pussy <laughs> on The Sopranos. But um. <laughs> I do like the idea of her wearing a wire to trap this guy in a sting. um but the the part that was that what i wrote down was just the girl put pictures of their chicago trip on instagram and i was like this girl's a fucking savage like she doesn't give a fuck but and i was like how old is she she's this strikes me as like a fucking 19 year old like hood rat years old (laughs) right she's like fucking i was just like jesus christ and like the guy well, like, the guy is stupid, too, because, like, if they're, like, you know, in Chicago, like, in front of the bean, and she's like, ooh, let's take a picture, yeah. he's gonna, he has to think, what is she going to do with this? Obviously nothing good. No, he's like, so, oh, she's going to go rub one out with it, and that's it. <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> rub one out to a selfie of them in front of the bean. She really likes the, the bean. sunset. Well, it is the bean. It's romantic. <laughs> There's like a family of four that are like <laughs> vacationing from Germany in in the background. She's like, oh, yeah, this is hot. I don't know. He's obviously really thinks highly of himself. So who knows what he's thinking? She's going to go to the palm and be like that old couple. that. Oh, was- my so- gosh. I thought about that the other day where I was somewhere. And I think I was just with the family. Like we were all having dinner. And I just pictured that happening if like the kids were there or just if not, just seeing that. Across the room is just insanity. So the Palm is actually like a like a uh, semi-famous fancy restaurant in L.A. or whatever. But like literally the only sometimes you hear about it, you know, on 
in TV shows or movies or even podcasts or radio or whatever out of LA. But like the only reference I have for the poem is that story that <laughs> Alan told. Like that's 100% of my reference. That's funny. If you go in there, you're like, oh, this is the restaurant from the podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask on that note, have you ever read like the rules or any of those type of relationship books? I haven't. And I love that she suggested this Mars Venus on a date or something like that. I'm curious about it now. I should probably read a self-help book or like Elson said, go to therapy because that would be helpful. Therapy is awesome. And it's funny that we laugh, but I've never read a self-help book. Um, I'm sure I've bought, you know, purchased some, but I don't know if I've actually read them. But and especially, well, not a dating one, never. It's always about, I had so much other crazy shit to think about besides dating. That was like, pfft. Whatever. Yeah, I'm going to fucking not pick the right person, obviously. <laughs> but that's like before, you know, that's after all of the crap. It's like this Mars, Venus, whatever. I don't know. I go to this dollar bookstore and they had this whole wall, like a huge wall full of those Mars, Venus books. <laughs> Somebody must have really donated like a whole store full of them. I, I'm curious to look about this, look at this book only because she suggested it. And I think that she has a good bullshit meter. Like why would she suggest it if it's like bullshit? So I'm curious. I'm curious, but yeah, it helped her, whatever it was. Yeah. And that stuff, whatever. Like Daniel said, uh, or you could just read Jenna's journal. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love to hear date, dating advice from, like, 19-and-a-half-year-old Jenna. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear more. I feel like she may have uh, censored some of the things because Al was there. Like, maybe she would have read a different one last week when he wasn't maybe, there. Yeah. <laughs> but... I don't know. He's not a jealous guy, so I don't think it should be a problem. Yeah, so I'm going to get to go see her live in a few weeks, which she was talking about. Um, it's sold out, so sorry, everybody that didn't get in on it. It's uh, on Sirius XM, Laugh USA. She's going to be the comedian, like the featured comedian for September, I think, which is pretty awesome. So if you have Sirius, take a listen to that. Speaking of funny quotes, Allison said, I'm busy sneezing into my pants with urine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> Is that the note we go out on now? Um, do you guys have anything else from this episode? <laughs> I do. Okay, good. Go ahead, because then we'll do JMOs after you guys. The only other things I wrote is that I still need to see this Musical.ly account of Greg's because it sounds fucking hilarious. Yeah, and... how dare he tease it and then say, like, oh, they've all been deleted and I'm not going to share it. Like, no, no. Maybe he secretly wants us to, like, hit him up on Twitter and be like, oh, you've got to release it. And he'll be like, no, no, okay, okay. <laughs> so I think maybe I'm going to tweet him tonight and be like, yo, we got to see this musically because I want to see some hilarious Slayer videos. Also, Jenna needs to get on there because I want to see that. Uh, Daniel mentioned it, and I'm like, he needs to get on there. I just, I really, I just want to see so much of the other things that they do. The last thing I wrote was there was almost a mini advice segment for Greg with what to do with this this guy who is a friend his wife oh, mm, his yes. friend has a husband who keeps wanting to work with him financial consulting or something and it was just funny how 
Greg is like so extreme that he wants to tell him, I will never work with you. <laughs> right. It can't just be like what Al is like. Well, you could just, you know, just say I'm not interested or I'm not going to. Not, I will never. <laughs> Greg, it was funny because Greg was like, no, that's dishonest. <laughs> like his version is like, he wanted to tell the guy, listen, I will never, ever need your services for anything. <laughs> Out of my cold, dead hands. Right, like, yeah, like, he, like I would rather burn my money than help have you invest it for me. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was funny, just everyone's uh, input. And and it was funny because it's just, like, they're just telling him, like, you know, you can just be, like, a normal, like, measured person and just tell him no thanks. But uh, if you have to get more direct, you can. But, uh, yeah, I like that it was, like, a little mini advice segment. And I kind of dis- I. I wouldn't think I would disagree with Al about morality, but I would kind of agree with Greg that Al's approach of, hey, I'll let you know, is kind of dishonest. Like, well, Daniel, yeah. and yeah, Daniel ended up saying, like, you should just say, hey, uh, you should be honest with him. It's like, hey, I'm not really, I'm not really interested. Isn't uh, Greg the one who said, you know, just be direct or whatever? And yeah. uh, about something. I can't remember, but. Or the grocery yeah, store? <laughs> not wanting to talk? Well, uh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was when he said, "I'm not interested in having a conversation." So, yeah, just be like, "Yeah, I'm not interested in financially consulting with you." Right. Like, it's nothing Don't personal. Don't put it into it because if you let it keep going by saying, oh, "I'll let you know," that and person, a salesperson like that, is going to keep on bugging you. Hey, let's do some JMOs, guys. All right. <laughs> Up on board the JMO bus. <laughs> that's a that's a bus horn, I guess. <laughs> It's like a it's like a magic school bus. It turned into a boat, so it had like an air horn. <laughs> um, that would be the boat that I drove. So, T.S. Yo, what 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 JMO spoke to you this week? Uh, there's a lot of strong feelings about produce this episode. There's a lot of apple talk. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, I, I I didn't know people hated red delicious apples <laughs> that much. Uh, they're all I. I couldn't even tell you the the difference between like a Fuji apple and a red delicious or whatever, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's up with you guys? What are your apple feelings? Um, I it's funny because I want to love red delicious apples because of the name and because they do look so good, but they never li- really live up to it. But I have to say, Granny Smith is much lesser of an apple than that. But I never. And my daughter has, she got these obsessions with Granny Smith. Like, I always want Granny Smith apples. That's what I want. And then she went through a thing of, I really want these red delicious. And I think it's because they are everywhere. Like Jenna was saying, like, you'll see them in movies or in airports or every snack place has these, like, waxy, perfect looking apples that don't really taste very good. But, and their skin is very thick. I have a lot of thoughts about apples, apparently. I will eat one. But my favorite are the Gala apples. Gala, Gala, I don't know how to pronounce it, but those are like the number one apple for me. Oh, you're so fancy with your Gala apples. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your royal crown cola. <laughs> I don't hate the Red Delicious as much as apparently everyone else does. I think it's actually not bad, but that's probably because it's I don't eat apples much. And I do want to try a Pink Lady <laughs> now. And they're very similar to the gala ones, gala, whatever they're called. If you go to Trader Joe's, there's always a bag of pink ladies and galas next to each other, and they're very similar. The pink ladies, though, are a little more pink. Rafi, what's your JMO? Did you notice that there was a repeat, Lisa? Um, yes, and I can't remember which one it is now. Todd Campbell said, feel weird going into yes. a clothing store wearing yep. something you purchased there recently. 
And that's, I think that's come up a few times, but it's so relatable that it does keep coming up. Um, just thought I'd point that out really quick. But the one that I picked, JM says, if I'm at a restaurant and see worker not wash hands in bathroom, feel <laughs> conflicted about telling others at table. I've never seen this happen. The only reason I picked it mm-hmm. is because when they mentioned it, I thought, Poppy's a little sloppy. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's totally going to pick that one because it's the Seinfeld. Po-. I'm like, Poppy. And did you hear Daniel say, I think there was a Seinfeld and yep. no one said it. He just like uh, said, I'm like, oh, oh, no, no. Yep. I was thinking it and then he said it and I was like, yeah, but that I've never had that happen. I've never had that happen either. The only thing that I don't like, and this is a different JMO that I was thinking about sending in, is if I see an employee in the restroom anyways, it grosses me out. Like if. If I'm sitting eating and I see an employee go into the restroom, I'm it grosses me out. Or if I'm in there and I see someone that works there, it, for some reason, it doesn't matter what they're doing. They're just in there being human. But it grosses me out just to the context, I guess. Quick yeah, I was going to ask you. To, yeah, I was no, going to ask you. I have not experienced any like uh, restaurant people or anything not washing their hands or anything like that. But I've, as an adult, I've been surprised about people who apparently like feel no need to flush a toilet or urinal or or make sure it flushes if it's the automatic flusher or anything or make sure like a tampons all the way in its receptacle oof. Uh, i mean that's less a concern for me yeah, to be honest but <laughs> if, yes the, the concept is the same like there's some real uh it it feels like passive aggressive like you're marking your territory or something you got to you got to not do that to me, it's like this elitist thing of like, well, I'm not at my house and somebody else can clean it up and I'm a lazy fuck. I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's a crazy thing. Like if you've ever had like a job at a restaurant or whatever where you actually have to clean up a bathroom, it's like someone has to do that. Don't don't pee everywhere or like don't like, yeah, don't act like a human would act right. and not like, and that's what I like a dog on its hind legs. Being a parent, and I'm raising people to be two decent humans, adults at some point, that's my job, and I take it seriously, and I don't understand, and, and first of all, and it makes it hard, <laughs> it makes it hard for my, my job when there are these adults acting this way where I have to tell the kids, well, because, <laughs> you know, you're trying to teach them, well, when you become an adult, you have to be this upstanding citizen, and then there's all these, like, crazy adults that are, like, not at all. So then you have to say, well, you just weren't raised right. And, like, what happened? What happened to people? (laughs) Oh, well, this was really fun talking to you guys. I'm glad that we got together. I'm glad, T.S., I got to talk to you again. We didn't get to talk about Twin Peaks stuff, but... Oh, yeah. uh, Well, I'll catch you up on some stuff. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, it sounds cool. Post some pictures or something. Um, And Rafi, of course, it's always good to have you on, too. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. I really appreciate all of the feedback and the people on Twitter and all the nice things that people have to say because it makes it even more fun. And if you'd like to be on the show and be part of the fun, uh, email the show at bffancast at gmail.com or go to the website at bffancast.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at jmos and bffs. And go to Allison's show and or go to Allison's show. <laughs> Go to Allison's website, allisonrosen.com, and support her. Become a Patreon supporter. I'm telling you guys, it's it's paying me back in spades. Oh, my gosh. Is that the saying? Um, even just the $2 a month, you're getting all of this extra stuff. You, She posts stuff almost every single day, sometimes a couple times a day. Videos, 
Um, you get we got the show early two times so far, and we're gonna be doing a live Q and A with her with the ten dollars and over uh, amount. Was there even a ten dollars? Anyways, um, so check it out because it's totally worth it. It's totally fun. We're gonna be Facebook friends with Allison now for it's just amazing. It's so much fun and it gives back to her. It's totally worth it. And come out to LA Podfest because we're all going to be there uh, September 24th. She's going to be, her show's going to be at noon. And uh, Raphael, where can we find you? Like you just said, you can find me at LA Podfest. Um, also, I just want to mention um, Jen DulceCA17 on Twitter is an amazing fan. If you saw either on Snapchat or Instagram, the gift she gave to Jenna. Shout out to her. Also, go to underscore underscore Ashley's Twitter. She's doing the MS Walk again. You can donate to that. It is good karma. Also, the In This Together Festival is November 13th. That is Superfan Megan's uh, Mental Health Awareness Festival. Uh, It's going to have music, comedy, podcasts. I will be there for that as well. That is in this together festival.com. And like she mentioned, if you buy a ticket, Allison person, she will upgrade you to the VIP and you can be backstage. And also, Gleason is in uh, select cities. Uh, it comes out here on the 12th. And I'm going to go see it tomorrow. Superfan Megan worked on it. Uh, love Megan. I'm going to cry probably. Uh, go see this movie. It seems like. A uh, fascinating topic. Yeah, I just saw edit. it came. It just came into the theaters by my house, so I'm totally gonna go see it. Uh, TS, where can we find you? Hey, I am on Twitter at tsdcx. I mostly uh, angrily do not retweet political stuff because I don't want to bore like the five people who follow me on Twitter. So you're welcome. Um, Long time Rosen heads, Rosenets. Uh, go ahead and look at the the bonus bumper shoot episode that she uploaded. If if you're in the mood for some more content, it's it's like two bucks or whatever, but it's worth it. It's a good show. Uh, go get that. Um, and also, if you're feeling the need to to support the show, uh, do the Amazon thing or just sign up at the Patreon page. It's not only do you get you know nice little notes and little bonus content here and there, it does directly support the show. So uh, get on it. You listen all the time. It's free. Do something. Amen. Thank you and good night.